Big money, big prizes. I love it. Welcome to the Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And today we're going to diverge a little bit from what we've been doing the past few episodes. We've been discussing a lot of movies recently, kind of gotten away from discussing other elements of horror. But this week we decided we were going to talk about horror collecting and collecting in general. Yeah. We're all collectors. Yeah. Um, and we actually talked about it in a, in a, we talked about earlier our earlier episode. We yeah, talked about our yeah. pinball collections and yeah. different rooms that we have dedicated to our our hobbies. Um, I've been collecting things, different various different things, like pretty much my entire life. I remember when I was yeah. young, my parents got me started on collecting postcards. Really, which is kind of an interesting <laughs> huh. like places that you had been or just no, no, <laughs> just yeah. random postcards uh, from people, and I would read them. I'd be like, oh, I guess this. Um, but I had some really old postcards that I had for a while. And then I had baseball cards. I went which, through a big sports cards phase. Yeah. Yeah. I still have a bunch of my cards too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think lost, I have all of them. I lost all mine. I don't think they're worth anything, but I. Not anymore. Not ever since the 90s. Yeah. And then I collected Pez dispensers, which I still have a shit ton of Pez dispensers. I've got a few. I wouldn't say I collect yeah. them though. Uh, garbage Pail Kids. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I have, I was going to bring them over for you guys to look oh, at. Oh, that'd be cool. I'll bring them over next time. Yeah. Um, I have a bunch of garbage pail kids. And then I got into Star Wars figures, That's which right. I recently this year completed my collection. Boom. Every single, now they're all loose. They're not in package, but I have every single Star Wars figure made from 77 through 85. Yeah. That's awesome. The original collection. And then I looked at it. I'm like, wow, it's complete. I wonder how much I could sell this for. (laughs) (laughs) How many, how many are there in the whole set? I want to say there's 98. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. With variants. Yeah. What's the rarest one? There's a couple of rare ones. There's one yak face (laughs) is a rare one because it wasn't sold in the United States. It was only sold. He no, was a guy in. Does Java's he have like palace. horns? Like no, a yak, he doesn't or does look, he have like a barf face? He like doesn't look kind of yeah. yak. <laughs> more like more like the animal, but uh, he doesn't look like a yak. They just called him a yak face. But um, that's not very nice. Yeah, he was rare. There's um, the long legged Snaggletooth, because <laughs> Snaggletooth was a short character. But when the Kenner got the stills, they didn't know he was supposed to be short, so they ah, made him taller. Okay. And then the movie came out, and they're like, "Oh shit!" And they made him shorter. <laughs> That was uh, one, um, yeah, there's a vinyl cape Jawa, which I don't have, hmm. um, but oh, you don't have the cape? that's a variant. That's oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I have a reproduction one, but don't tell anybody because <laughs> sometimes collectors hate repros, <laughs> but then I got into collecting, um, I guess collecting arcade machines. 
uh, video games and uh, pinball machines now is primarily where it's at. But that's that's kind of where my collections have gone. I collect like horror memorabilia, <clears throat> mostly like not like props or anything, but just like various different tchotchkes and bullshit. Action figures. I like action figures. So that's where my collecting stems from. Um, what about you, Alan? I have a pretty good uh, horror movie collection going. Um, I'm still pretty active in it. Uh, I have everything cataloged on uh blu-ray.com which is a really cool site um it's a it's one of those sites that uh keeps catalog of worldwide releases so not only just you know region a releases in north america but you know you can see everything that was released in europe or asia south america you know uh everywhere you know movies are sold so i keep my collection of movies inventoried on that website but what's cool is you can also see what is in the planning stages with a lot of these labels like Arrow Video and Scream Factory, uh, Criterion Collection. Uh, a lot of these labels that release movies, you can see what's in the uh, you know what's in the queue basically what's going to come out. And uh, something happened recently. Um, I saw that Django, nineteen sixty six, the original Django movie. Uh, spaghetti western uh, one of my favorite movies was gonna get a limited release uh, by arrow video and they were going to uh, pair it with another movie called texas adios i've never seen it before but i was excited about django so i was like oh this is awesome what is django about uh it's a spaghetti <laughs> western first and foremost it's a um, a drifter that comes into town and uh you know, it's been a, it's been a while since so I've seen it. Is it different than the Tarantino movie? Yeah, I okay. think it is. Um, now, is has it been released on DVD? Oh yeah, it, it's. So it's, do you own it on DVD? I had the Blu-ray, uh, but with me being a huge fan of the film, I wanted the best edition. Yeah, you know, so this this edition that they were planning uh, was going to include a, a poster, some stills. I think in uh I think it was a 4K restoration, you know, just basically restored. Um Blue Underground had released it previously, but I wanted the best edition. So this was this was a few months back. Looking ahead, it was going to get released in November. They pushed back the date for some reason to December 11th. So I was like, "Ah, no big deal." So in the meantime, I was picking up other Arrow releases of Deep Red of uh Cat of Nine Tails, other limited edition releases that I was able to find at uh, Zia Records, you know, so I didn't really worry too much about doing a pre-order. Um, I thought Django would get the same treatment. So December 11th comes around and I think it was, how much were they going to sell this for? I think it was like retail, like $39.99. Okay. Um, but you know, Amazon does a little bit less sometimes. So I look and I think it's around the 11th. It wasn't the 11th, but I think it was maybe a couple of days after. And I look and it says this item is currently unavailable. So I'm like, oh, I thought that was weird. So uh, I think uh, another day passes. You know, I'm like, man, I want to go pick up that movie. And I go, to Z I go to Zia and it's not there. I'm like, oh, that's weird. So I get something else. And I go home. I go on Amazon. It says unavailable still. I'm like, okay. So I look and it's on eBay. $200, $300, $250. What? I'm, like, I'm like, what's going on? Like, how did I miss this? What happened? So 
Uh, I can't remember what happened first. Oh, yeah. So I, I went back to Zia just to look again. Did you ask them at Zia if they could order I did. It for you? Well, I did. So I said, hey, do you guys have... And I didn't say anything about like, you know, what I saw on eBay. For anybody listening, Zia Records is oh, a, sorry. It's kind of a local yeah. uh, record store. It's like the last record store here. In- <laughs> yeah, but they have a huge selection of new and used stuff. You can get pretty much anything at Zia. Yeah, they're they're big superstores. You know, you can find a lot of cool stuff Alan there. I used to work there. I used to work there. Hi. It's a good place. Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, he looked it up. He's like, oh, we have four copies. It's like, okay. I said, they're not on the shelf. He's like, oh. And so he's looking around. Did you pull this Schwarzenegger? Like, how many you want? You're like, all. <laughs> all. <laughs> My clothes early today. <laughs> so, and they had they had four copies of the the slip sleeve version, which has all the extras, the poster, and things like that. That's the two hundred and fifty dollar one. Yeah, it was more. Day. It was the more yeah. expensive one. Okay. And then they had they had a couple of copies of the steel book, which was going about 100, 150 bucks. So I was like, yeah, I'm interested. And then he, he couldn't find him. So he asked um, another girl and she says, yeah, you know what? We're, we're actually holding them because I guess there's a issue with copyright. So there was a dispute between Arrow Video and Blue Underground. Blue Underground had the rights to Django before Arrow did. And there's some kind of conflict. So they halted all sales. But what happened was some were <laughs> leaked through Amazon Ah, okay. And those copies are appearing online. Mm. What I'm getting to here is before I knew about what had happened with the copyright thing, I was frustrated. I was pissed because it's a movie I really like. And here we have. And you thought collectors or people, resellers. Flippers, were yeah. Flipping it. And, which they are. And then do you find yourself where you get in that weird conflicted spot where now you've got an opportunity to get multiple copies if you wanted to so it's like do you join the flippers but here's the thing well yeah so if zia would have said yeah we got four copies they're all right here would you have bought more than one no that's the thing well here's here's what happened they had the copies but they could not sell them i know but i'm saying if zia Mm -hmm. could have sold you and you knew they were going for 250 dollars online would you have bought more than one and tried to sell it online um yeah i probably (laughs) i probably would have but my goal, my number one goal when I went in there is just to get one for to yourself. get one, and I wanted it. Yeah, I didn't want to sell it. So, so did you get your name added to a list so when they can sell I, it? Yeah, she she was really cool about it. She took my name down. Like you know, we'll we'll be in touch if something happens. And have you looked any more into what's going on with that? Yeah, she let she let me know that they had to send them back. Oh, so there's okay. some kind of dispute with the music, the collecting aspect, the collecting hobby, so to speak. I guess that's where it got really frustrating. I was like, man, like. I found too with like the people that spend hundreds of dollars and stuff like on like misprints and weird things like that. To me, that's teach their own, but you're not going to get your money back because eventually there will be a new version that will be better. Like there's always a next thing. And then, you know, I've got DVDs over on my shelf that I remember for a time we're fetching a hundred dollars on eBay. Yeah. They're they're two bucks because Blu-ray came out. And, there, and, now, and now we got 4k and eventually everything's gonna be digital anyway. Yeah. And for a moment I thought like, man, do I really want to bid on this? And I was like, no, I'm just going to wait. It's insanity. I was just going to wait. Well, especially for old, like old movies too. Like there's only so much you can do as far as like restoration goes and making it look good. Uh, Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big 
I, I love movies and I'll buy DVDs or Blu-rays. In fact, sometimes I'll just buy the DVDs. I know Blu-ray is the format or 4K is the format. Yeah. But I'm okay with DVDs. Yeah. I don't really care too much about the quality. I know Blu-rays give me a better quality. I'm a little spoiled by the quality, you know? Yeah, yeah and I've got a bunch of Blu-rays too, but I wouldn't really say I collect them. And I've kind of moved on to, like, you know, you know, you got things like Prime Video, yeah. Netflix, yeah. Shutter. You know, iTunes. Like a I'll lot of stuff. Yeah. I do a lot of stuff digitally. I've even right. you know recently bought a couple movies like digitally. Like I don't need yeah. The, yeah. Phys- the physical. I had to buy. I, I bought Gremlins and Gremlins two. Yeah. Uh, online the other day, nine ninety nine for both of them. So yeah, I was like, and and I get that. You know, a lot of the movies that we watch, you know, I stream them yeah. or I rent them or whatever. Yep. But if it's if it's something I really enjoy. And I wanted that poster too. Yeah, yeah. You know, if there's extras and really cool things that come with it, oh, you know, totally. I'm like, all I'm bought, down for it. <clears throat> I was telling you guys about the Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where it figure. came with the figure, came with the figure, and the poster. Yeah. And I bought that primarily for the figure. Like I didn't even really give two shits yeah. about the movie. Uh, you were right about the slipcase. By the way, it did turn around. It was reversible. Yeah. Oh, nice. The screen factory. The insert. One. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you know, collecting is an interesting. Collecting anything is an interesting. I mean, what do you guys, because, well, I was going to say like two things. One was, you know, I I look over here and I have one to the NES classic that David has. Yeah. And I'm not saying that this is a collector type piece, but this is for fans, right? Yeah. yeah. NES fans of the game and, and kids. Yeah. You know, introducing kids to playing these games. And I remember when they first came out, they were very limited. And I don't know yeah. if Nintendo did it on purpose. Probably. I think they did. Yeah, because they were going for crazy money online. And and there's this guy in Gilbert, Arizona, who bought up a shit ton of them and was selling them for like yeah. $300 a piece. Holy shit. Yeah. Because people wanted them last year for Christmas. Yeah. Or two years ago, whenever the fuck they came out. And to me, that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. That's you can't, what you can't mm-hmm. corner the market yeah. by buying up. I mean, you can, I guess. You can, but then it's like, I'm just going to tell the guy to fuck off. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to buy it. And if, if people stopped buying it, then they would stop selling. Yeah. Right? And and that's where the frustration come in. Before I knew what was going on with the copyright stuff, I thought like, man, like, fuck you guys. Like Arrow Video. I was like, come on. Like, really? You're going to do limited releases and, you know, some of them are accessible, but then there's this one where it's like, you know, just like that, they're all snatched up. Well, and the other thing well, that pisses me off too. Oh, sorry. Oh no, ahead. I was just say, yeah, because you get flippers. Like just yesterday, I told you guys earlier. I was uh, I went to I went to Zia Records myself yesterday, and one of the things I grabbed was um, uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross's uh, version of the Halloween theme. Yeah. On vinyl, which I actually already own, but there's a there's a misprint, so they're actually doing a repressing of it. Mm-hmm. So they stopped. Um, and I saw it, and I already owned two copies of it, like one that I wanted to keep sealed and then one to open. Sometimes you have backup copies. And I saw it, and I had it in my hand because it was like fourteen ninety nine. And, and this thing's not super valuable. It's probably worth 30 or 40 bucks. Yeah. Um, but it, eventually I put it back because I was like, dude, let someone else yeah. have yeah. fun with it. Like, exactly. It's not worth the, the 20 bucks in profit yeah. you're going to get. Well, and that was the other thing too, is like, are you going to sell it? Because the time it takes you to put it online. And then yeah, and then you got to package shit, it, and then, and then you got to worry yeah. about it getting damaged. It's yeah. just and not you worth it. And worth then you the get hassle. a fucking PayPal complaint about it. Yeah, and, and you know what? And, no. and you asked me earlier what I've bought multiple copies. Actually thinking about that, I don't think I would have. Because like you're saying, there's a big process and there's a big hassle and all for what? A hundred bucks, 150 bucks. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not, I got, I got to, I work at a really good job. I don't spend my time going to places like some of these bozos mm-hmm. where they go find stuff or they buy everything up. 
and they just flip it all online. That's, that's beneath me. I got a good paying job, but if there's something I want to get, I want to get it for myself. Yeah. And I will say one way, uh, one way where I am guilty of this is I, uh, as you guys know, we're in a living room that has many nine inch nails posters. Mm-hmm. Um, I collect concert posters of shows that I've attended. So I don't yeah. collect posters from shows that I didn't go to. Right. Um, but if I did go to a show, if there happens to be a, like a foil variant, like there's one right now that I'm looking at, uh, it's, uh, it's from a Las Vegas show. Um, and they only made 25 or maybe 30 of them. Yeah. Um, and on eBay, that thing probably goes for close to a thousand dollars. Jesus. Yeah. And I paid a hundred, I think. Um, but what I will do is it shows, I will grab, if there's like a foil version, I'll grab that, but I will also grab the regular version, which usually they make maybe 150 to 300, depending on the show. I'll grab one of those, but the motive isn't to flip it for money. I'll save it. So if there's a show that I go to that I miss or like I'm unable to get a poster, I'll use that as trade to try to get one that I went. So I I went and saw them in, uh, in LA a couple weeks ago and I told you guys I missed out on the poster. Um, but I was able to work something out with somebody. Yeah. Ironically, I had to buy it. Um, they weren't interested in trade. So <laughs> yeah. but now I'm going to, you know, I'll probably trade those but, away or at least put them up for face yeah. value. But here's the thing. When when you get into a community of traders and collectors and like-minded collectors, it becomes a lot easier to do shit like right, that. Right, yeah. You know, uh, like real, the arcade group. Right, and, Bef- and before that, I get into that, I was going to mention when we went to Mad Monster last year and we were in the Robert England line and we talked oh, about this. Oh, that fuck face. <laughs> Sorry. I'm yeah. sure you're a real nice guy. No, you're, no, he's yeah, a, you're fuck a fucking face. asshole. We know, <laughs> we know personal things about you. You're a dick. But 20 items he had Robert England signed. And it's like, you know, me waiting in line with my Freddy Krueger figure. <laughs> Just to get him to sign my Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Freddy Krueger figure. Yeah. Um, that he's going to personalize to me. Yeah. Um, you with your poster, you with your uh, autograph picture. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we're not sitting there doing this stuff for selling it. We're doing it to display it. We're yeah. doing it to have something. Yeah, it becomes simultaneously worthless because it's personalized and priceless because it's personalized. Exactly. And you got some idiot who's getting that stuff, but... Are we blaming him? Or, or the, what about the, the myriads si- of the people system that creates it? Yeah, yeah. That go out there and they're like, oh, I'm going to buy this Freddy Krueger glove signed by Robert England. You know, I, I, I sent this to you guys the other day. This, they were auctioning off a, a, a hockey mask and it had signatures of people that weren't even in the movie. <laughs> they weren't even in Halloween. They weren't even in Friday the 13th. Yeah, and I was it like, was weird. Why would this person even sign this? Yeah. Yeah, let, let alone because they got their money. You, now that money went you? to charity, so yeah. whoever got it, yeah, good that's, on, that's good on you. But, <laughs> but, it, it, seemed, but it was weird. It seemed kind of pathetic. Yeah, yeah um, but and another thing too for anybody like Robert England, um, go to like a lot of these folks. Go like look them up. See if they have a personal website. A lot of them, if you want to just buy an autograph, you can get it straight from them, personalized if you want it for way cheaper than what douches are charging on eBay. Yeah, or, and if you want them, and you know it's real. And if you want to meet them, just look up and see where they're going to Go be to because they, yeah. they'll be at shows. You know, Robert England might not be at every little rinketing show across the nation, but... But he goes to enough. He goes to enough. Yeah. Um, but I will say, getting back to what we we're saying about the arcade community, you know, when I first got into collecting, you know, um, David was one of the first guys that I met and I bought a game from him. Oh, yeah. And it was a reasonably priced game. It wasn't uh, overly overpriced. Um, sorry, it was a Phoenix, right? It was a Phoenix. Yeah. And it was like, 
I don't remember how much, but it was like 200 bucks, 250 yeah. or something. And I, I wanted another game to add to my collection. I, I ended up selling it, but guess what? I sold it for the same amount that he sold it to me for Yeah. to another collector that we all know. Yeah. And it's now sitting in Starfighter's yeah, right. arcade. Yep. So, I mean, it's like, yeah. that's right. and I bought a game off Alan once, not even knowing it was him. I think it was on Craigslist or something. And we yeah, started, it, was, uh, it was a centipede. It was, yeah. You bought a centipede. I think uh, I bought a Sinistar off you too. The cabinet. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, once I found it was you, I gave you a better price. Yeah, and that's centipede. the thing is like, once you like, you know, it's people that you, you work with and you know, they're not like people that are in it for the money. They're in yeah. it for the right reasons. Like, yeah, you work out deals. Going yeah. back to like what I said earlier about that, that LA poster that I wound up getting. I got. I had to pay for it, but I got it way cheaper than what they're fetching on eBay right now, which is insane. That's good. Yeah. And because, when you, because people know there's a community like they when know, you like, can find a community, whether it's through Facebook, I don't know what kind of community you're in with like concert posters or whatever like that. But you know, I know with how I completed my Star Wars figure collection, it's like I just became part of this community right. and started talking to people. Yeah. And, yeah, and you eventually get to a point where like somebody may ask like, Hey, do you know where I can find this? You're like, no, but I know this person who knows where I yes, might be able to get it. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's the thing about collecting is it can be fucking, you can have experiences like you had where for a little while there before you found out like what really happened, you're a little distraught with it because it's like all these assholes buying up bullshit. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I stopped collecting vinyl records. Uh, Dave, I know you collect vinyl. Uh, I did for a number of years, uh, but I finally stopped because I think the more that you enjoy music, the more you find yourself spending on it. Yeah. And there's so much music out there. What I'm, uh, my thing with vinyl, um, I collect a lot of, I don't really care about original pressings and stuff like that. I really don't. See, like, I did. I just dig music. Depends what it so was. So I care about the quality of the audio. Yeah. And I, I enjoy the, uh, for lack of a better word, intimacy of vinyl because it demands your attention. It's hard to skip tracks. Right. Um, there's just something cool about just dropping the needle and, and you kind of, kind of experience it, it forces you to just listen. Yeah. And as soon as you hear tracks that maybe like if you were listening to something digitally, you would just skip through. Yeah. So I like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not super crazy. Like I've got a pretty good vinyl collection, but a lot of it's reprint stuff and that bothers me. Where's your, where's not your record all. player? Uh, it's upstairs in the oh, master bedroom. Okay. <laughs> and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I, I think you, you narrow your purchases down to like horror soundtracks. I, and yeah. That a lot of, of horror soundtracks. Uh, so a lot of Mondo, a lot of uh, wax work. And um, that's cool. It keeps it limited. And then also just a couple bands like yeah. Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. Um, yeah. So bands I enjoy and then a lot of soundtrack stuff. Yeah. And actually, you guys probably don't know this. I listen to a lot of uh, horror soundtracks on vinyl like as I'm typing up like blog posts and stuff. For, no, that's like, cool. We have episode launches. That's, there's a lot of good horror soundtracks or, or, out yeah. there. And, uh, you know, I think we'll be doing an episode on horror soundtracks. Yeah. Pretty soon. So, yeah, we need to. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> discuss that. Yeah. Um, so collecting as a hobby. I mean, a lot of people that listen to this might not be collectors. You know, yeah. they might not be into it. They might just listen to this for the pure entertainment value. Yeah. But there's a lot to collect. Like we're we're planning on going out to uh, Monster Palooza. Yeah. In, in April. I think, April. I think it's April. Yeah. March. It's March or April. And the March Pasadena. beginning of April in the spring. And we're you know planning that trip right now, and it's like you know I got to save up some money so I can get some cool yeah. shit because you know there's yeah. a lot of stuff that you can get. Um, collecting wise and yeah you know it's unfortunate that it costs much money yeah. but <laughs> I, I really think the important thing with collecting too is to not and this is something i feel like i'm getting a lot better at as i get older is that 
enjoy it. Like get the it's stuff really that you easy really to want. get caught up in the whole the hunt is oh, better than the catch. Yeah. Um, and that's where you just bleed money. Um, yeah. And it's really more about the experience and connecting with people and just having a good time. I'll yeah. give you a, a little little story that we've probably all experienced. But when I first got into arcade video game collecting, a couple things that people told me. There was like, one, you'll start collecting video games and then you'll move on to pinball. Yeah. Yeah. And I was it's like, true. never. And for most people too, <laughs> you'll go through a trophy phase where you collect games that you don't really even yep. care about, but because they're popular or yes. because well, you're worth a lot of money, yeah. you'll, you'll go, go through, those. you'll go through the phase of looking constantly and buying anything that's within the price range you are willing to pay. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you like the game or not, if it's broken or not, you're going to buy it. And then, then it'll be like, well, I'm going to buy these games because this is what everybody says are the great games. Yep. Yeah. And then it's, I'm only going to buy the games yeah, that I want to play. Want. Yeah. And then it's going to be, I'm moving on to pinball. Yeah. <laughs> but same with pinball too. It's going to be like, oh, you're going to collect some games because you can get them. And then yeah. it's going to be like, okay, now I know what I want. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm going to narrow my focus on my collecting down. And that's the same with any collection. I right. feel like, you know, there's completionists. Yeah. Which again, going back to the Star Wars thing, I wanted to complete that thing, but that was a dream of mine from when I was a kid and I just completed it last year when I'm 40 years old. So, but it's like, there's the completionist and then there's the people who are like, like maybe David, for instance, who's like, okay, I'm going to buy vinyl, but I'm going to buy vinyl soundtracks of soundtracks that I like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to buy every Friday the 13th soundtrack that comes out. Only... You know, part three because it's fucking disco. Yeah, <laughs> that is a really good one. That's a good one though. <laughs> that is one I do have a, yeah. a pretty sweet variant. I got the lenticular yeah. uh, cover. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you don't well, have to buy part same five. Thing with like, um, you know, I've mentioned in a previous episode that I um I read the the Walking Dead comic book. Mm-hmm. I've got a bunch of them, but I was late to the party, so I don't collect like all the old. You know, and you don't need to have the number one. I don't one. need them. I've got the compendiums sitting yeah. on my shelf over there. So I, that's the know, way to go. I read all those, and then now going forward, I buy you know copies of them as they were released. Yeah. And because you know now that's you know one of the most popular shows on TV, it's not issues are worth nothing. Yeah. Um, I I read it because I enjoy it, not not because it's yeah, worth yeah, anything. It kind of yeah. gives me a baked in collection, but I, I, it's not worth anything other than I find other it, than yeah. what the value is that you put on exactly. it. And right. people are like, well, how much is that worth? It's like, well, how much is someone willing to pay for it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, video games, collecting NES games. Didn't you collect NES games? I did at while? one point. Yeah. Before I, I started buying arcades about 10 years ago, I, I had a pretty large Nintendo collection, Sega Genesis, you know, and, and I was collecting everything, whether I liked the game or not. Yeah. You know, and then with arcades, I was buying arcades that, you know, I didn't really care about, exactly. but it looked, yeah. you know, but I'm at a point now and, and it's, it's actually pretty nice to know, you know, what I like. Okay. I tried this game. I don't care for it. I don't need it. I just want what I like. And that's why it was frustrating with that, with that Django limited edition. Because that's something that you really wanted. I really wanted. And you wanted to watch it. You wanted to use it. Yeah. So sometimes some of the, you know, some of the limited edition ideas kind of piss me off where it's like, that's why I stopped with the vinyl. Cause it was like 300 pressings. Like, come on. It becomes crazy. And, And I'm not the type of guy. I don't live on the internet. Uh, you know, I don't use it as much as I used to. I'm definitely not going to sit there and just, you know, bid on stuff or wait till midnight for something to get released. You know, I just don't have the time for that. I'm a working guy. We got the podcast, we got families, you know, so I know you guys can relate. So it's kind of nice to just move away from that stuff. Well, and it gets frustrating too. Like when you see something that you 
value for a completely different reason than the next person. Yeah. And then you see it online and you're like, ah, geez. Yeah. Like not to harp on the, the LA poster, but I missed that poster by like 20 people in yeah. line. Um, because I drove from Phoenix and was in traffic, you know, driving to Los, uh, driving to Hollywood. If you just yeah. wouldn't have stopped at that born rest stop. <laughs> I know. And then, uh, uh, but you know, and then the general like, Patton museum, le- less than two wouldn't have stopped there. <laughs> I didn't stop at the, yeah. the fucking dinosaur, uh, Burger King or whatever <laughs> oh, on the way. That's the worst Burger King that ever. Burger King sucks. <laughs> oh, that is the single worst Burger King it's I've windy ever been It's windy as fuck to. there too. Yeah. <laughs> we got to stop there on our way out to we really <laughs> should and take some pictures but dave aside from that like you have a killer collection of nine inch nails posters oh, and like dave collects a lot of shit yeah like looking at the wall like i i would think like you have all the ones that you went to yeah you yeah, know so I, you, I would never know that, that you're missing my, one. like going back to what i said earlier that's the thing there's not a single poster up there that isn't from a show that i didn't go to yeah um and i and teach their own like there's people that collect every poster i see value i get it like why people do that but for me it's more about the experience i want a memento of the experience not necessarily yeah, exactly you know so so as an update uh to the django movie yeah breaking news so i went back to zia another time and she was like hey so so i'd mentioned you know they had to send them all back but she did say uh it looks like they're gonna correct the issue with the music i guess it was a copyright with the music or something but it looks like they're gonna release it in april so that's what she said so yeah so you can grab one at monster palooza yeah, who knows? So, you know, I, I've been trying to read about it since. I don't know where she got that update, I guess, from the um, from their distributor, distributor. or something. But, um, you know, I'm looking forward to getting it. And uh, to all the flippers, you can go fuck yourselves because <laughs> I'm not going to pay your price. Yeah. No. So. Cool. Yeah. Anything else to say on collecting? Uh, yeah, just collect. Collect what you really enjoy. Um, I'd say as a tip, you know, just buy what you like buy what you like uh don't, don't buy don't everything go, don't go crazy really really focus on what you like because yeah, a lot don't go, of it don't go chasing not, waterfalls yeah <laughs> stick to the rivers, rivers and lakes and, that you're used to yeah. yeah i mean ultimately i know you're gonna have it your way or no way at all but you know <laughs> but yeah i think, I think you're, you're, you're absolutely right like yeah if you enjoy it cool um but if you're chasing dollar signs uh yeah, yeah get a do job so, do so at your own peril yeah yeah Get a job. <laughs> Get a real job. <laughs> job. Uh, Alan. Yes. You have a game. A game. That you'd like to play. I want to play a game. <laughs> no, thanks. So. <laughs> we covered that before. Yeah. So, Brett, you recently right, got. Go you recently got uh, a Christmas yeah. gift. Who was yeah. it? Who was it from? And tell us about it. Uh, so, my wife spoiled me this Christmas. She got me a lot of horror stuff, actually. She Aww. got me an Annabelle replica doll yeah to which sleep with it i i do do. no put it in the closet um my daughter is so scared of it in fact i walked into the room the other day and it was turned around the other way (laughs) because my daughter had walked up to it and just turned it around she's like elf in the shelf uh yeah when my wife bought it she said the people at the store thanked her for buying it because no one had bought it um so i got that that. thing out of here uh that was pretty cool but uh the uh, one of the other things that she got me uh amongst many other things but one of the other things she got me was horror movie trivial pursuit very cool and uh i hadn't opened it and alan you asked me to bring it yeah let's try it out because you wanted to play a game because you had some prizes for me and david Mm -hmm. that's right i'm so nervous nervous so instead of you know instead of doing the 
typical like you know here's your christmas gifts you know merry fucking christmas <laughs> i decided let's make this interesting um we're gonna sample it's gonna be like a two-for-one kind of thing we're gonna sample the trivial pursuit mm-hmm. we're gonna mm-hmm. ask some questions brett and i have both been drinking so any <laughs> answers that i get wrong i'm gonna blame on this delicious double ipa what and, is this fall of troy and any answers I get wrong, beaver i'm gonna blame on david Yes, because I also gave gave what you, me. What are you drinking? I am drinking. You're drinking uh, Project Dank. That one's pretty good. So I I guess we'll keep we'll go until someone gets one wrong, and the last person to have a correct answer will get the prize. Okay, and then okay. we'll move on. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I wasn't listening. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, let's that, say you ask good. let's say you ask David a question and he gets it wrong. Can Brett steal? Uh, yeah. And then I get to pick the prize, or I get the prize, or you get the prize. <laughs> but I, I have them in a certain order. Okay. So, can we guess? Like, if we don't know the answer, is there a penalty if I guess wrong? Like, will you strike me? No, <laughs> injure me in some way. What do you mean? Like, if you Are guess, you requesting you, this? Or, no. <laughs> if you guess and get it right, like, am no, I? Am I? Is it in my best interest to guess if I don't know the answer, or should I just pass to Brett? You should like, guess. Is, Okay. You should guess. Yeah, you don't guess. you don't get a deduction of points. Okay, that's it. Yeah. All right. There's no points. All right. Yeah, I mean you can guess or if you just don't know either way. Much like then, a lot of things we do, there's no point. It's then <laughs> if I don't know any answers, my default setting will be the Galapagos Islands and my yep. default actress will be Mimi Mimi Rogers. Yep. There you go. There you go. My Virginia Madsen. All right. David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so nervous. What director helmed both The Bride of Frankenstein, 1935, and Frankenstein, 1931? Do I have to answer this in the form of a question no. on Jeopardy? You do not. Can I? I'm just kidding. Uh, that would be James Whale. Correct. Okay. Jesus. So uh, now, I'm going to lose. So now Brett must get his answer right. I would have said Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. If he doesn't, then Dave gets the prize. Yes. I have a feeling David's going to win every prize. <laughs> Okay. Uh-huh. In Suspiria, you've seen this. I have. What type 1977 Suspiria? Uh-huh. What type of dancer is protagonist Susie Banyan? She's a ballet dancer. Correct. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> really? I mean, you could have guessed that one. Really? Come on. <laughs> well, you know, you never know sometimes. She's a tap dancer. <laughs> She's a jazz. Modern she does jazz. a lot of interpretive kind of shit like uh Thank you for new this. age kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah it's horseshit. She's a breakdancer. You got an easy question. <laughs> She's a breakdancer. That would have been better. She does the been. robots. The robot sequence in particular in Suspiria, I thought was. Just a rocket. While you're sending up. Okay. What's the next question? Dave. All right. Who directed 28 Days Later? Danny Boyle. Correct. Okay. That's right. Also Mm. directed uh, Train Spotting. Oh, yeah. Sunshine. That one with Cameron Diaz. Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good movie. Brett. Yep. What was Army of Darkness originally going to be titled? Evil Dead 3? No. The Medieval Dead. Oh, <laughs> why didn't they go with that? That's actually pretty cool. And also, I did not know that. You like that movie, but though, I right? get a prize, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Jana. <laughs> it's 
A Bill and Ted picture frame. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. <laughs> excellent. All right. Most excellent. Mm. God gave rock and roll <laughs> to you. Gave rock and roll to you. <laughs> Quiet. That's from Bogus Journey, right? Uh, yeah. Bogus Journey. Oh, it's Kiss. That's a terrible song. Dave. Yeah. In The Fly, 1986. To what giant creature does Veronica dream she gives birth? Um, well, it's like a larva thing. It's so like a fly larva. Are you going to accept that? Because I would say a maggot. Yeah, like a, mar- like a maggot, <sighs> la- like that larva, that's all the same yeah, it's, shit. Yeah, it's a maggot. Okay. Yeah! No, he said a fly larva. I said a maggot. No, I know, but... <laughs> It's like the same thing. It's the same right? thing. Little, Let's do another one. No, All that's right. fine. That's Let's fine. do another one. I'll let him have it. Sweet. You sure? Yeah, that's fucker. What <laughs> Superman <laughs> actress was also in Black Christmas? Oh, Margot Margo Kidder. Margot Kidder. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and I probably would have got that right, even no. regardless of seeing yeah, that, because who she's else? the only Superman actress. Exactly. <laughs> that's bullshit. So I'm saying a- Amy Adams. It's mm. <laughs> from the new one. Oh, yeah. What is placed over the head of the first victim to suffocate her in Black Christmas? Oh, it's a bag. Correct. Sweet. It's like a dry cleaning bag, right? It's like, don't you get specific? It's some sort of cellophane or something? All right. Brett. Yo. Reanimator 1985 was based on stories by what author? H.P. Lovecraft. Correct. Oof. Oof. I'm glad I got that. Dave. Yeah. What is the name of the pet cat resurrected in Reanimator? Two reanimator questions in a row. Ah, oh, God. Do you know this one? You look all. No. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say Mimi Rogers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sprinkles. No. <laughs> Brett, do you know this one? No. No? It's Rufus. Uh, Don't Rufus. I get a prize? Uh, I should have. Oh, that's a Bill one. and Ted's reference. Rufus. I he missed one. That. I get a prize, right? Rufus. No, you're supposed to answer no, it right. Oh. Oh. No, so we're still going. Okay. Yeah, All we're right. still going. Fuck you. That's <laughs> not what happened when he... Did I? Yeah. Whatever. What was the one you got wrong, though? Uh, medieval... Wait, oh, did we do dead. it that way? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, said Medieval right. Dead, yeah. and we got the prize. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have got You're that. right. You get Beetlejuice playing cards. Uh, yes! Aha! <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Nice, thank you. I think the prize is... I got a photo shoot with GQ. Get a little better, too. <laughs> What is the name of the character played by Bella Lugosi in The Wolfman, 1941? Oh, um. This is oh a good question. Oh, God. I know this. Is it Bella? That's correct. Yes. Oh! Mm. I would have said Dr. Acula. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Acula. Brett, mm. what actor played Detective Donald Kimball in American Psycho from 2000? Fuck. You've seen that, right? Yes. I'm I, trying to remember I, who I he too, is. I think I got it, but I'm not positive. I said American Psycho was my favorite movie of the uh, That's 2000s. A good movie. This one we should talk about at some point. What did you guys say was your favorite from 2000s? Oh, I don't oh, know. Oh, it was... The, uh, from the decade? Uh, it was... Uh, on Twitter? It was... What's uh, the one that just came out? Well, no, that was the 2010s. We, bo- we picked... Uh, oh. We t- picked Get I, Out. I think it said House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay. And I don't remember. Yeah. I'm re- the detective in that movie? Yeah. Detective Donald Kimball. Jimble Kimball. Um, 
I don't know. You want to take a guess? You remember the movie? You remember who's in it? I Christian Bale. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, well, let's talk it through. And he likes Genesis. He likes Phil Collins. He likes Huey Lewis in the news. Well, sports. those guys aren't in it. But, yeah. um, <laughs> he talks. You know I love you, but I yep. just can't take. He talks ad nauseum about music like that. It's hip to be square. Yep. Yeah. Um, Patrick Bateman. Mm. The detective is Morgan Freeman. No. Is it um? Well, I get I get a prize regardless, right? I think yes. so. Is it Willem Dafoe? That's correct. Oh yeah. fuck! Yep, that's. Correct. Did you know that Willem Dafoe played Morgan Freeman? Wait, what? In a movie? What? Really? Oh, that's not like, true. Does this involve something that's very frowned upon in Hollywood? <laughs> no. All right. Good. No, 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 no. I was making a joke. I was trying to say that <laughs> they're the same person. <laughs> oh, Your funny. prize, David. Uh-oh. You can go in style to all the conventions. Uh, Friday the thirteenth lanyard. Oh, oh, sweet! Oh, that's pretty gnarly. So you don't have to wear like the shitty black fucking rope yeah. that we always get. I dig it. It's like a VHS tape. That's cool. Yeah, man. it's Thank pretty you. cool. All that'd right, be, that'd be great for a Friday the thirteenth fan, wouldn't it? Mm. Well, we're not done yet. Maybe we do some trades. <laughs> we have plenty. I only more. got one fucking prize. Well, I've only got two, so it's close. <laughs> okay, David. What is the name of the bride in Bride of Chucky? 1998. Oh, just so you know, it's 1998, not the other version. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm giving out the year just because it's in the it's in the question. Okay, okay. Oh, um, I'm reading the full question. <laughs> for some, I, I don't know, but I for some reason the name Tiffany is sticking in my head. That's right. Is it Tiffany? What's the full name? Oh, I want the full name. Tiffany Chucky. What? I don't know. Tiffany Amber Thiessen from Saved by the Bell. It's Tiffany Valentine. I think he gets it right. Yeah, come Tiffany. On. All right, we'll get it. Okay. Yes. That's, Thank you, okay. Brett. You're welcome. How you pulled Tiffany out? But of I'm going to give this question to Brett. Okay. Brett. Tiffany Valentine. <laughs> Who was the only actor Fred Quinn. to play Jason Voorhees more than once in the Friday the 13th series? Kane Hodder. That's correct. He's also the only person to technically play Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger. That's right. Because he was the arm that pulled the Jason mask down in. And Jason goes to hell. Jason right? goes to hell. The shittiest. That movie's awful. <laughs> I think I'd rather watch Jason X. Agreed. Jason X kind of can't be fun. Mm-hmm. David. Who? T- who t- Alan. <laughs> David. Who directed Dawn of the Dead? 2004. Ooh. That's why I give the year. Oh, um, it's the, isn't it? It's uh, Zack Snyder. That's correct. Yeah. Directed Superman. Yeah. Amy Adams. I was going to say Watchmen. Oh, there you go. Which I actually liked. Patrick Wilson. Oh, yeah. Mm. I did like Watchmen. I know. Yeah, it was good. The book's good, too. It's a long movie, though. Yeah, it is long. Which and one? I wish they had stuck with the original ending in the uh, graphic novel. What's the original ending? There's Everybody like a, dies. A giant squid type thing that gets sent through like this like portal, and they think it's an alien. And it basically, like we think that we're at war with aliens, so it kind of creates world peace. I think that's how it ends in the book. Do you still see um, Doctor Manhattan's, Manhattan's dong? dong? Yeah, you see his wiener a lot. His big blue wang. <laughs> his big lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Dick and the Watchmen and those in Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> yes. In the sixth sense, 
What is the profession of the protagonist played by Bruce Willis? Psychologist. What kind? Child psychologist. Correct. Booyakasha. Hmm. Nice work. David. Then why is he working with Donnie Wahlberg? He's not a child. Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. Beginning of the movie. He's the guy that shoots him. Yeah. I barely remember. Oh, maybe he was a former client? Yeah, I think so. I think I last saw that movie in theaters. That's a good movie. Yeah. I guessed that ending before I even saw the movie. What? Did you? Yeah. My cousin goes, you'll never guess. And I told him, and he goes, how'd you guess? I go, because <laughs> you said I would never guess. <laughs> <laughs> David, at the end of Night of the Living Dead, 1968, the deputy mistakes what character for oh. one of the undead and shoots him. Jesus Christ. Do I need to know his name? Yes. What's his name? Oh, I think I know the actor's name. <sighs> okay, he's dead. Let's, that's another one for the fire. Mm. Oddly enough, they didn't even know they were killing Is zombies. It ben? That's correct. Ooh, oh. I was going to say Dwayne. Was the actor's name Dwayne? It didn't say. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe that sounds Ben. You lucky ben. guessing motherfucker. Ben, the two of us. There's a lot of singing in this episode. <laughs> they should have played that song. They should have right played then. Ben, Michael Jackson. Oh, R.I.P. <clears throat> Brett. <laughs> what is the name of the coastal town celebrating its centennial in the fog, 1980? I just watched this movie too. And I couldn't tell you that if I fucking, if you gave me a choice. Uh, Port Sampson. No. It's Antonio Bay. Okay. Fuck off. <laughs> John Carpenter. <laughs> Wait, so I did get, do I give a prize to Dave? David? Yeah. Yeah. David gets easy questions like Ben. Oh. You got, you got some pretty easy ones too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That wasn't an easy Ben, question. yeah, that was a hard one. Yeah. Zombie on Blu-ray. Oh, sweet. Oh, nice. nice. Full cheese. Now, there's plenty more to go, so... All right. Brett, you're not out of this yet. I'm out of it. No. <laughs> uh, it's David's turn. All right. Oh, yeah. In Fright Night, 1985, what is the name of the former film star that Charlie comes to for help? Oh, shit. You don't remember this, do you? It's... um No, I do. It's uh, Peter Vincent. That's correct. Nice. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Hey. Who I played him? Uh, Roddy McDowell. That is correct. Yeah. Who directed Creep Show, 1982? George Romero. That's correct. <laughs> Dave. Mm-hmm. What actor narrated the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? John Lennon. Oh, oh. 2003. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I was gonna say John Larry Keck because that's the first one. I'm going to go John Larroquette again. Again? Yeah. That's correct. Oh, trick question. Yeah. Son of a bitch. He did both. I did not know that. That was a guess. It was a good one. Good guess. All right, Brett. Yep. Nancy Thompson survives in A Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984, to appear in what sequel in the series? Nightmare on Elm Street 3, That's Dream Warriors. That's correct. Okay. David. And then Wes Craven's. Craven's. <laughs> yeah. I was just saying that. <laughs> All right. But this is getting intense. Heather Langenkamp is actually the person who appears in yeah, that's Wes Craven. True. But she plays Nancy in New Nightmare. She was also in the TV show Just the Ten of Us. <laughs> <laughs> David. Just yeah. a spinoff of Growing Pains. 
What is the name the group of child protagonists give themselves in It 2017? Uh, it's the Losers Club. Correct. Mm. As long as we got each other. <laughs> we got the world spinning right in our hands, baby. Rain or shine. All the time. Brett. We got each other. For sharing the laughter and love. What is the name of the place where Ash works at the end of the theatrical release of Army of Darkness 1992? Shop smart. Shop S smart. There you go. Okay. David. Let's mm, get some Oh, get the fuck out of here. What? He's <laughs> saying I'm getting easy questions. Some softballs here. That's because I only have one fucking prize. <laughs> David. <laughs> Who directed Carrie? 1976. Uh, Brian De Palma. That's correct. Ooh. Good one. Scarface. Brett. Yeah. As of 2018, mm-hmm. the thing was one of how many film collaborations between Kurt Russell and John Carpenter? Five. That's correct. Can you name them? Elvis. Okay. Escape from LA. Escape from New York. Not in that order. Three. Um, Big Trouble in Little China. Four. And The Thing. That's five. That's correct. Well done. You would have missed Elvis. I would have missed Elvis. <laughs> mm, really? You don't know? That's a made-for-TV movie. I, I knew movie, that, so. but I, I probably, uh, to be honest with you, I was not thinking of it as I was counting in my head. I counted four. Yeah. When you said five, I went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are getting another yeah, prize. And then, and then the first one you said was Elvis, I went, fuck. <laughs> David, who directed Black Sunday, 1960? Black Sunday. 19 what? 1960. <laughs> Uh, that was David. We talked that about him too. That was me farting, farting with my mouth, not with my butthole. Uh, wait, what? We talked about him too. We talked about Black Sunday. No, but we talked about this guy. Uh, not not a lot, but we brought him up a little bit. Oh, give hints now, why don't you? Well, no, but he doesn't remember. I don't. Um, Take a guess. Nineteen sixties director. What the hell is it's that? the music. <laughs> it's like Jeopardy music. <laughs> that was good. Alan's mouth music. I, I'm completely drawing a blank. Some Italian guy. Black Sunday. A Dominica do Coco. <laughs> you know this? Uh, <laughs> that was from Inglorious Bastards. I don't know. He inspired like a bunch of people. Yeah, probably. Mario Bava. Ah, Who the damn fuck it. is Mario Bava? He did he directed uh, Black Sunday. No, he did um, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. That's right. Oh, man. he does a lot of black movies. Wait, so he did Black Sunday and Black Sabbath. Yeah, he's he like did, Saturday, uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. One trick pony. <laughs> what else did he do? He did Black Friday. <laughs> black Friday. <laughs> I'm just making an educated guess. All Son right. of a bitch. So does that mean Brett gets a prize? Oh, I do. I get a prize. Yeah, you get a prize. I'm up to two now. What is it? Ooh. Oh, Crystal Lake Memories. Oh, sweet. Oh, badass. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Crystal Lake Memories on Blu-ray. That's awesome. Crystal Lake Memories is a documentary basically on the making of every single it's really of the good. Friday 13th movies. Um, yeah. That's fucking awesome. That's badass. We're not done yet. Thank you, sir. I'm super jelly. We got really plenty nice. to go. 
David, what insects overrun the sealed environment of Upson Pratt in Creepshow 1982? Wait, say again? What insects overrun the hermit, hermetically sealed <laughs> environment? Hermetically sealed environment of Upson Pratt in Creepshow 1982. What insects? You know this. We've talked about this on the podcast. God. Hermetically. Um, hermetically. What's that word mean? Is it, is it a hermetically? I was, I was wondering too. <laughs> hermetically sealed is like he's like sealed. It's uh, all sanitary. In Creepshow 2? Creepshow Creep 1982. I can't even think of what segment this is. Ups, oh, I feel so Ups and Pratt. Oh, God. I can see. I know where he is. <laughs> Uh, can you read the question one more time? What insects overrun the hermetically sealed environment of Ups and Pratt in Creepshow 1982? You know what hermetically sealed means? It's like, you know, like a syringe when you open it, it's hermetically sealed. So like nothing gets to it. It's like not, it's free from fucking infection or whatever. Free from outside. Um, worms. I know what the answer is. Wrong. Cockroaches. That Damn is correct. It. Remember his cockroaches come out of his fucking mouth at the end? Oh, stupid me. I get another prize. Ooh, we're tied for prizes. Oh, man. I think you missed that on purpose. No, I really didn't. I I couldn't think of it. But now that you say it, yes. A mug. Oh, oh, don't throw that one. <laughs> I was actually eyeing this this year at uh, uh, Spirit. They well, there this. it is. Son of a gun. All right, we're tied. I love it. Fucking Santa Claus over here. You are fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fucking good. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. You're like a marginal Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the beard. He's got the boots. He's got little sneakers on, I guess. All right, who are we on, Dave? No, no Brett. it's me. Brett? Okay. Uh, Brett, the survivor at the end of the human centipede first sequence, 2009, forms what segment of the centipede? Front, middle, or back? Middle. That's correct. You, that was a guess. That was not a guess. I've never seen that movie. <clears throat> I have. The, the third piece fucking dies because they just are eating the shit of the yeah. shit. And so. But the guy in the middle gets. But the person up front kills themselves. Uh, okay. So the oh, person. Spoiler. Oh, uh. sorry. Our whole podcast is fucking spoilers. We tell everybody goddamn endings of every fucking movie That's we true. ever watch. I've also heard that the movie's terrible. I've kind of avoided it. Oh, no. You know what's terrible? Human, Human Centipede 2. Is it? That movie yeah, is, is fucking disgusting. They step on a baby's head. Gross. Oh, that had to bother you. Something fierce. Dave. What actress played the character revealed to be the mastermind behind the ghost face killer in Scream 4? Emma Roberts. That's, that's right. That's correct. All right. Brett. I'm here. <laughs> Who was the author of the novel that Jaws, 1975? Peter Benchley. Fuck. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> I was all excited. I knew that one. I was like, oh. <laughs> Peter Benchley wrote a book called White Shark. Like later, there was like a robot shark. Like it's like a World War II. It's like, huh? Huh? Spielberg? Huh? Can I get a. <laughs> you want to make yeah. this one? He was like, no, nah, bro, I'm good. <laughs> namaste. <laughs> namaste over here in direct close encounters of the third kind or some, some other movie. Dave, mm-hmm. 
What is the name of the hotel the Torrance family are caretakers to in The Shining, 1980? The Overlook Hotel. That is correct. Brett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's very dark and brooding. In The Last House on the Left, oh, fuck. 1972, mm-hmm. what is the name Mari gives Junior when she gives him her peace symbol necklace? <laughs> Princess. No. It's I have no idea. I saw that movie once. Willow. Hmm. Okay. Willow. It was directed by Wes Craven, though. <laughs> yep. That's right. That's all I know, too. <laughs> yeah, when he, was, when, when he said. Uh, <laughs> when he said uh, Last House on the Left, I was like, if the answer is anything other than Wes Craven, I have no idea. What'd you get? Final Exam. Oh, cool. Oh. I have never seen this movie. Is Final Exam, is that the one with uh, Brad Pitt? No, I don't think he's in it. It says, oh, that's cutting may, class. some may pass the test. God help the rest. <laughs> that sounds like a great film. <laughs> this is awesome. All right. Who are we on? <laughs> Not even uh, the director of Final Exam said that's awesome. <laughs> Let me see like, that movie. Hey, well, this movie's a, it's a movie. Uh, we're on David because okay. I missed the last one. David, what Huey Lewis and the News song plays when Patrick Bateman <laughs> dispatches he fucking said it earlier. Paul Allen with an axe in American Psycho? Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. What song? Well, he's talking, uh, it's hip to be, it's hip to be square. Okay. Yeah. It's hip to be square. Dun, 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 dun. It's hip to be square. That seems nuts. Goes, hey, Paul, <laughs> smash. <laughs> That movie's insane. That movie's crazy. I want to watch that movie. Yeah, we should really one. do that one in an episode because I feel like the ending is uh, up for debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be interested to get your thoughts. Yeah. The movie is also um oh, the director. The movie's directed by a woman, if I'm not American mistaken. Psycho. We never talked about American Psycho. I know. We should do one. Yeah. Did you ever see the So the guy who wrote that, Brett, um who wrote the book? Brett uh Brett something something? Okay. Brett Anderson? No, he's got three <laughs> names. Brett Gilda Radner. <laughs> but he wrote another movie that was directed by Lawrence Bender. No, not Lawrence Bender. Um, anyway, he directed that movie, uh, R- Rules of Attraction? Oh, yeah. I remember Did that you movie. see that With movie? Vanderbeek? Yes. That's a good That movie was fucking weird. Movie. I saw it one time at the movie theater. Vanderbeek? When the girl commits suicide that in the was tub. Crazy. Yeah. That's the same guy, um, Brett Easton Ellis, mm. who uh, wrote... Um, American Psycho. Hmm. Did you ever see American Psycho 2 with Mila Kunis I did and not, uh, William I am, Shatner? I'm a fan of Mila. Meow. Hmm. I saw it. It sucked. <laughs> I want to watch the first one again. It's been a while. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Feed me a cat. All right. Here we go. Brett. Yes. In what decade is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 set? The 1970s. That's correct. Yeah. Aren't they going to a football game? In the, They're doing some bullshit. But they're going to like a Texas A&M game or I last something. saw it in theaters. David. I don't mind the, that one. That one's bullshit. In what 2002 zombie film does the outbreak begin when activists set lab animals free? 2002? 2002 zombie mo- movie. Zombie film. Do you know it? I'm, I feel like I'm it's guess. probably sitting on my shelf. Yeah, probably. 2002 animals. I have an educated guess. Uh, I'm going to go with Shaun of the Dead, even though I don't think that's how it started. <laughs> no. 
I'm going to say 28 days later. That's correct. Yeah. That, that was the one you had earlier. And I get, uh... <laughs> last prize. Was that the last one? So oh. do we finish even? Four and four? Oh, oh that's the best one. It's a, <laughs> You're supposed to catch it. It's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, lunchbox. It just broke my shoulder. Who, who Why did you? We left it Why did you catch it? You that's, pre- that's pretty cool. Does he have a thermos? No, I don't think so, but... Yeah, it's just, it's just, come on. That's, not, that's cool, though. You're not getting a thermos. <laughs> <laughs> that's next year. The, that's thermos, the thermos would have been a separate prize. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm jealous, but Brett is the big TCM guy, so I'm glad he got it. I am very happy. Thank you, Alan, for yep. the Christmas gifts, even yes, though we you, had sir. to work for them. Thank you, Brett, for <laughs> providing the game. Yeah. Trivial Pursuit Horror Edition. Pretty cool. Yeah. So we were talking about collecting yeah. stuff, and so David and I um, watched The Collector. Did you guys watch it together? or? Yeah, we held hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to turn down the lights. We're going to collect our thoughts Meow. and each other's penises. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, we watched the movie The Collector separately, but together in spirit. Mm. I just watched it last night. I didn't take any notes. David, I watched you- it yesterday, too. I took a lot of notes. Um, What's it about? I don't know. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, so, my colleagues here have been drinking. No, no, so no, 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 kinda... no. I will tell you this. The fact that it's called The Collector, oh, I don't even understand Oh, you don't know why. what it's... A, you, I, you, you didn't understand it. No, the title is ridiculous. It's um, misleading. I guess he collects Deceiving. people and, bo- and body parts. But I, you never I, know I, what... I guess. But you never know... Like the only time they say, oh, he collects people is like some guy who's in a it trunk. comes out of a box, yeah. And... Which also makes no sense. That guy looks like Bill Maher. Um, so basically what this movie is about, he does. It makes no sense. In all of my notes, I refer to that guy as Bill Maher. I don't know what his real well, name is. Well, Bill Maher gets fucked up at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and he gets put in a fucking trunk. Trunk? A so, trunk. A trunk. <laughs> trunk. Yeah. Trunk. And then we trunk. have like a guy, like in a like a rich guy in like a country house, and they're doing some contract work. There's a contractor who's like a, a recently released guy from yeah. prison or something. He he he's, looks shady. He's a contractor. Um basically he finds out that these people have money. And they're they, going on vacation. They're going on vacation. There's a safe in the house. Uh he his wife owes some money to loan sharks. He works at a deal. He's like, hey, look. I'm going to um, break into this house. I'm going to go into the safe and uh, everything will be cool. So he goes to the house. He breaks in and he's about to take the con- whatever's in there. We don't even know what's in the safe, but he's about to no. get it. We find out later. Um, but somebody else is in the house with him and has taken basically the family never made it to their trip. So they they're in the house, most of them. Uh, and are basically being held hostage for some reason that we don't, Really understand. No. And here, here's the, okay. Rewind. Because homeboy <laughs> breaks into the house, gets upstairs, gets to the safe, about ready to open the safe. Here's a noise. Yes. And then all of a sudden the entire house is booby trapped. Okay. My, my biggest problem with the whole movie was where'd the guy get the fucking time to booby trap that whole house? And was the family there while he was booby trapping it? Apparently. And how did the guy break in? Without tripping any of the booby traps. Yes. Do you remember? Yes. Do you know? Do you remember how he got in <laughs> well, without? Br- didn't he go through like the front? He went through like the front. So why didn't he go out through the fucking front door yeah. where he came in? Yeah, because the movie's ridiculous. Um, the movie is ridiculous. So basically, the, uh, to sum this up quickly, the movie is Saw, 
It's basically Saw yeah. in a house, yeah. which was Saw 2, right? Yeah. It, it's uh, And I, from what I read after I watched the movie, like it was originally pitched as like a prequel to Saw. Yeah, well, oh. the, I Marcus Marcus Dunstan? Yeah, I he, think that was his he name. He won Project Greenlight, I think. Oh, okay. I think he was one of the guys who, I think he, I don't know. Maybe we can look that up later. I could be way wrong. And so, if I am, so is this part of the Saw timeline, or it was pitched that way, or what did you say? It basically it was its own. It's a separate movie, but I guess it was pitched as a Saw movie. The studio couldn't afford it, I think. Yeah. So then some other studio picked it up and just made the movie as is. So we got this new uh, character, the Collector, and he wears like this gimp mask. It's like a luchador gimp thing, and for some reason he's collecting people or body parts it's, or it's whatever. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> the intricate mousetrap type fucking Rube, Rube Goldberg bullshit that he puts. There's some decent death sequences. Yeah, was but, there anything good about it? Um, some of the traps are kind of fun. There's like a chandelier with butcher knives. Holy shit. Um, Don't want to stand a, under that. <laughs> yeah, it, it. but overall, it's very derivative. Um, there was really... The most interesting thing about the movie is it had a decent soundtrack. Um, I mentioned Bauhaus in, uh, I think, our last episode. And um, there's a uh, Bella Lugosi's Dead gets a pretty good amount of playtime in this movie during like a love scene that that goes terribly wrong. But overall, it, All right, so this here's, is not a good movie. Here's the deal. <laughs> this Marcus Dunstan, he did win Project Greenlight for his screenplay Feast. Have Feast. you ever seen that movie? No. It's actually not that bad. Feast. Then he wrote Saw 4. Feast 2. I actually like Saw 4. Saw 5. Feast 3. Then The Collector. Hmm. And then Saw 6. And then Saw 3D. He wrote Piranha 3DD. The Collection, which was a sequel to The Collector. And now he's writing scary stories to tell in the dark. Hmm. So he's written quite a few films. But uh, this, this movie sucked. Did it? No, I, I didn't like it. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a bad movie, but it's not a good movie. It's yeah. very, I don't even know what he was collecting. Eh. Yeah. But, it but left a little, lot of unanswered questions. But the little girl survives. Okay. Yeah, and everyone else dies. And then it's got a like a kind of a fake ending where yeah. we think everything's cool. It's not. Hmm. Get, the, the main bad guy who's actually the good guy. Gets stuffed in a trunk. Gets stuck in a trunk. And now we got to see the collection, I guess, to figure out what happens to him. Yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> I'd go two heads. Two heads? That's what about you, generous. Brett? One and a half. One and a half? All right. What year was it? It was Pretty recent? 2009. Yeah, 2009. Oh, okay. So okay. it's so fairly it's... recent. Nine years ago. Does that seem recent? Actually, no. that's fucking 10 years ago. That's 10 years it ago. It's recent, but Holy it's Holy shit, yeah. you guys. It's 2019. We're getting old. Mm, we're so old. <laughs> so we talked about a lot this episode. It was fun. It was. It was kind of a free-form episode. Yeah. If you like us, go ahead and review us on iTunes. Um, every review counts and helps us get up, and more people will listen to us the more they see us. The more reviews we get, the more people will see us. So if you could, take the time to review us on iTunes, and anybody who already has, thank you very much. We've read all the reviews. They've all been really good. They've warmed our hearts and made our <laughs> pants tighter. So yeah. Thanks mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> they give us 
<laughs> it was that warm Sorry feeling in the cockles of our soul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to quote Dennis Leary, what the fuck is a cockle? Um, I want to say thank you to everybody. I mean, 2018's over. Yeah. Um, 2019 is here. We have a lot of cool stuff planned for 2019 as far as like episode ideas that we have going to different uh, conventions. We got uh, Monster Palooza coming up in the spring. We got uh, Mad Monster coming up in summer. The summer. Summer. There's one in Vegas I want to talk to you guys about. Yeah, after. the day of Days yeah. of the Dead uh, talk about coming that. up in Vegas. Hopefully we get some interviews. That'd be yeah. cool. And then if any of anybody listening goes to any of these shows, like we would love to meet you and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of talk about meet up with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In a totally non-creepy way <laughs> uh, and, just, um, and talk movies and shit. The other thing too, is that we're going to have, uh, that we haven't had yet, uh, guests, uh, coming on the podcast. I know, um, a very special guest in my heart wants to come on. Um, but she hasn't had a chance to. Um, but she's going to come on one of these days. I know we got some friends. Um, our friend Mike wants to come on. Yeah, we'll probably get him on. We'll probably get uh, our friend Adam on at some yep. point yep. and uh, hopefully some other folks. Yep. Um, so if you want to contact us, if you have any show ideas, movies that you'd like us to talk about um, or anything whatsoever, please do so at... You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. You can go to our website theswearwolves.com or you can also uh, follow us on Twitter where we are the swearwolves or follow us on Facebook where we are also the swearwolves. Yeah. We do have a lot of interactions with people on uh, Twitter and uh, starting to ramp it up on Facebook. So please check us out there for the swearwolves this week. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And that's a wrap. For sure. This is going to be a very edit-heavy episode. Yeah, that's okay. I'm going to have to pee soon, too, probably. You might want to so pause it. Edit that out, too, when I go. Okay. Your stomach was gurgling. <laughs> oh, fierce yeah. the last oh, episode. I thought somebody was taking a drink. No, I was hungry. I was looking down. No, last episode. Yeah, my <laughs> stomach was <laughs> I thought he shit his pants. <laughs> oh, man. It's a Green Inferno diarrhea <laughs> shit. I was jerking off while watching it. Yep. <laughs>